Welcome back to the Hardworking Man Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Heath. And today we're going to talk about social media. Like the impacts it can have on your life. It can be a huge positive, a huge bonus, but it can also be a big negative. And it can affect not only your life, but families and friends. Like social media is amazing and terrible all at the same time. Well, it's a very useful tool. And anybody can tell you that it is where businesses are now seeking out to run their businesses from. The world of influencers has taken over on all of the social media platforms, and now plenty of people across the globe are making a very good income just from selling products on social media. Right, and one thing I love about it is, like, I feel like mainstream media, mainstream news and stuff isn't what it used to be because... Now anybody can report news and it gets Mm -hmm. out there where before you just had to pretty much believe and you had no reason not to believe what they were showing you, what they were telling you until social media came about and you could see contradictory stories in real time from people that didn't have an agenda, just were out there putting out what they saw and it sort of, I think it really put a dampener on like news, news outlets because everything is news now. Yes, and you used to have to wait for, you know, the paper to come in the morning. That was a big deal. Yeah. Like what made the front page of the paper? That was your news. That was like, did you see in the paper? I mean, shoot, my mom still gets the paper and clips articles and I, <laughs> I'm like, it's just kind of cute because it, there's no need for that anymore. There's no need to clip recipes. She's got a whole all of these books full of recipes she's clipped out of the newspaper. Now, with social media, with the internet, like everybody can have a cooking show it's just blog it out and take pictures and videos and there you have it so you can learn so much which is why we started our youtube channel to help others learn from what we've learned because when i was out there looking for information on certain equipment or certain things ways to do things some was hard to find so i was like well if it's not out there and I'm looking for it, other people are looking for it. So mm-hmm. I'll figure it out and I'll put it out there. Right. And luckily luckily for us, Google and YouTube work hand in hand. So if you're doing a Google search, YouTube videos usually are the first to generate. So <laughs> be very cognizant of that, making your YouTube videos, what you're putting in your title and your description. It's it's a Googleable search. So And like I said at the beginning, you or social media can be a huge positive influence, but it can also be a negative influence. Like we've seen it have huge negative impacts on people like Snapchat, for instance, a lot mm-hmm. of people use it and they think I've, I've, I have never used it. So I don't know exactly what it is, but from what I understand, you can send a picture or a story, a text, whatever, and it's only viewable for a few seconds and it goes away. So people think it's safe, but it never truly goes away because it can be screenshotted. It can be screen recorded. So people can capture that. So if you think you're sending something that's going to be private or secret, a lot of times it's not. And we've Mm -hmm. seen it ruin ruin, like coaches' careers basically from sending something that shouldn't be sent or allowing team members to send stuff that shouldn't and not checking it. And the word gets out and it's literally cost people coaching jobs and more. Yeah. uh, In fact, we just had a baseball meeting for Zach because he's going into high school And his coach was warning parents, not just about the kids' social media use, because that's all everybody, all the adults are always very concerned about kids using social media. And we all know that now bosses, managers, they look at your social media when they're thinking about hiring you. 
And if you have anything on there that is not appropriate, they're not going to hire you. And we know colleges, they'll look up your social media and they'll determine if they want to accept you into their college or not. But he said, parents, we had kids lose scholarships because the parents posted things on their social media. And the, co- the team, the coaches said, we don't want to deal with those parents. Yeah, why did you send us that kid? Did you look at their yeah, parents' social we're not media? Taking them. And they hadn't. They they scrubbed the kids' social media, but not the parents. Like, that's a huge negative. That kid could have done nothing wrong, but because the parents either posted stuff, you know, whatever it may have been, insensitive, swearing, complaining. It could have just been a complaint of the team or the coaches. Like, whatever it was, it cost <laughs> kids the ability to yeah. go to certain colleges, and that's huge. That's crazy. I think, like, we all just kind of do need to think about... It, it doesn't disappear. Like whatever you put out there, like we see this all the time with cancel culture where somebody becomes popular, famous, and it's like it's only a matter of time till they resurface tweets from 15 years yeah. ago. Tweets and then, or posts or anything. Then everybody's like, can you believe they said this? And it doesn't matter if they were young and immature and didn't know what they were doing. It, they hold them to it. So it's like you really have to... Be very aware of what you're posting out there. Even if, you know, you all have the right of free speech, that's true. But everyone also has the right to not hire you, to not take your kid on a team, and to just bypass you for opportunities. So be aware of that. (laughs) I know a lot of us talk about, you know, like we didn't have this when we were younger, when we were kids. Like everything wasn't captured. Now everything is captured almost some way or another whether it's ring cameras or people's cell phones or you know anything and it's captured and once it's posted to the internet like rachel said it's there forever yeah you can delete it you can take it down but all it takes is someone else having it or someone having access to the file and resurfacing it and it's back and you can never get rid of it so Mm-mm. keep that in mind you know whether you're young and you're a kid or you're a parent of kids or anything like what you post, whether it be on Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, like anything, it can have a positive impact or it can have a negative impact. So keep that in mind with what you put out there. But like we always say, we try to just be ourselves and this is who we are and how we are. But we also realize that people do watch us and you know we have kids at school that watch us all the time. So we try to, I guess, we're cognizant of what we're putting out there. Yes. There, I mean, a lot of times I, I will like to reply to things and I'll ask Keith's opinion and he'll say, no. Oh, I do it all the time. And she probably, all of us do this, where you type out a big long comment or a response or a post, whatever it is. And then if you have the filter, you delete it without posting right. it. Some people don't. Some people post it and it can cost you. Like, I don't know how many times in the past I've typed out a thing and then I'm like, you know what? It's better off just not to put this out there because it's not going to change anything. It's not going to make anything better. It's nothing positive or good. So why put it out there? So I just delete it. Like, And I'll type a long one on my phone sometimes, but then I delete it. Like, Think before you hit send or before you hit post. I mean, sometimes it's a funny response, and I'm like, "Can I say this?" But you know, it's that person's not the only one reading it. I think people forget that too. Everybody can read your comments. Everybody can read what you're saying. Yeah, because so. sometimes an inside joke that you have with somebody, other people won't know part of it, yeah. or know, and they'll take something out of context, <laughs> or something looks bad that's not like 
You got to think about a lot uh, when you're putting you it know, out there for the world to see. You're fighting strangers on the internet over <laughs> something that did not even matter. Another uh, thing I think is bad about social media is that you see people out there and you immediately, no matter how great your life is, you might see others and be like, man, we should be doing this or we should be traveling the world or we should, you know, like kids especially, like you look and you think everyone else is going to Paris and going to Florida and going to Hawaii and they're not like everyone's not out doing that but you can make that perception that that's your life and some people it is but it's not the norm so you can get depressed or down on yourself when you're doing a great job living a great life because you're trying to live to someone else's standards and a lot of times it's not even real it's just what they put out there and it's mm-hmm. what you perceive. They make things look greater yes, than they are. It's very easy to make a perfectly curated existence. And, you know, you see stuff all the time like in, what Instagram versus reality. Where it be like this beautiful scenery where people are like swinging out in the jungle over this lake. And then the reality is there's 500 people waiting in line and it's dirty and noisy and gross. And <laughs> it's just, it's very easy to make people believe that their life is so great, you know, it's like they might show that their house is very clean and people will look at that and be like, oh my gosh, how does she keep her house so clean? Because I have four kids and I have this and that and my house is a wreck. Well, guess what? She cleaned that one area she took a picture of, then nothing else. Or the same thing for, you know, like men seeing like, how does he have all these toys and all this and that? Like he could have literally just rented it for the day, take pictures with it. That's it. Oh, I think that happens a lot with cars and automobiles. People will rent a car and be out there flexing like it's theirs, you know, like, and so then people are like, oh man, this guy got this car, he got this, he has that. And he might live in his, in his parents' house, like with nothing, but you can make the perception that you're a big deal and all that. And I think that's where kids and adults, like you fall into these traps and you think like, man. I should be there. I should be doing this. And a lot of times it's not even real. No, people literally, I have seen, they will rent private jets. Like they have them available just to go on and take your pictures if you're flying somewhere great. And they don't go anywhere. They just (laughs) go take pictures on the private jet to make people, I mean, we should do that. Wouldn't that be fun? People be like, oh my gosh, Hardware Command is killing it. They are (laughs) flying private. Where are they going? (laughs) Oh yeah, I'll have them bring out a big old steak. Like it'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love social media. Social media has now become my form of entertainment. Like I don't rarely do we even sit and watch shows, but it, I love to just mindlessly scroll and just watch that that's my entertainment. I just like seeing what's going on in the world, what's happening and you know, it's not you don't have to be committed. You don't have to like devote a ton of time to it. You can easily pop in and out for 5 or 10 minute increments if you have it. And I think that's what's so alluring about social media. But also, in that same aspect, you can also eat up a day or a good part of a day accomplishing nothing. Just mm-hmm. scrolling through little clips, videos, like whatever. So you got to be careful with that too. Like I literally know people whose phone is glued to their hands and that's all they do. They don't hardly talk. They don't hardly go do anything. It's just looking on their phone at other people's lives that, like we said, may or may not be legit. Right. Now, I do like to use it for motivation. So if I'm feeling like, 
I don't know, feeling lazy or like unmotivated to get up and be physically active, then I will start watching like videos of people working out. <laughs> and that truly does motivate me where I'm like, all right, let's go crush this. Like that girl looks sweet. She's lifting heavy weights. Like I got to go do this or, you know, like any sort of hobby, like watch somebody paint. If I watch somebody paint watercolors enough times, I'm going to go do watercolor painting because it's just draws me in and I'm very easily influenced and but I love it because then I do fun stuff also well it works like when I'm at work if I get a break and I'm watching some YouTube or something or maybe I'm someplace like you know kids sporting event in between your kids matches or whatever and I'm watching YouTube and it's firewood channels a lot of times and people are cutting and people are out splitting and I'm like man I can't wait to get home and break the chainsaw out break the splitter <laughs> out and then by the yeah. time you get home it's dark or it's rainy or it's muddy but like when you watch it, you're like, man, I want to be out there. And I think that's why people watch it a lot. People, mm -hmm. when I started our YouTube channel and even Rachel, you know, they're like, who would watch someone cut firewood or split firewood? And people do because one, you learn. Two, it's entertaining. And three, it's just relaxing and it makes you, you know, if it's something you <laughs> enjoy doing, which firewood is something I enjoy doing, like it makes you want to get out there. And when you can't get out there, you can watch someone else do it. And that's what's mm -hmm. cool about all of this. Because anybody can put this information out there. Put your videos out there. And it can help someone get through their day. So there's yeah. so many huge pros <laughs> and huge cons to social media. You always like to make fun of me when I watch people clean. <laughs> You're like, why would you want to watch anybody clean? And I said... Do you know how satisfying it is to just watch that vacuum like suck up dirt <laughs> along baseboard? She wants to just watch a vacuum in a baseboard and stuff. I like you can watch it. anything you want out there. <laughs> it's so satisfying to just watch all of the stuff. And then it motivates me. I'm like, I'm going to go clean my oven now. Like I just learned how to do it because this lady showed me how to properly clean my oven or clean my dishwasher or um, I didn't even know there was a filter that you had to clean in your dishwasher until a couple years ago because I saw it on Instagram where this lady took it out and was like, look at this. And it, it seriously is full of grime and grossness and you just got to clean it. And I have shared that with so many people who also did not know that there's a filter in your dishwasher you clean. So yeah, because without social media, if know. somebody doesn't teach you, or there's like manuals that come with things. You could read that and I bet it's in there, but nobody does. But one person can watch it on somebody's social media channel when they're vacuuming up dirt off the baseboards and then they go change the clean the filter in their dishwasher. And now Rachel's able to help so many people. So now that's I'm an awesome. educator. <laughs> like working on cars, working on ATVs, stuff like that. Social media is invaluable because you can go find how to do almost anything right. and figure out how to do it yourself. And like I said, if I look and I can't find it, I'll then talk to people or just go for it and figure it out. And then I try to put that information out there for someone else to use. Yeah. So, I mean, really, if you're thinking about doing anything on social media, no, people will watch anything. I watch people clean. I watch people cook. I watch people do crafts to sew to write in calligraphy. <laughs> like, it does not matter. We should do a video on cursive so kids yeah. can learn what cursive it's used to be. It's just entertaining. And people have TikTok pages or Instagram pages devoted to just this one little niche thing. And every, people tune in and watch it. And then you can make a business out of it. Like, to me, it is so amazing how people have businesses out of just, like, 
trying on clothes. There's so many women that I follow who try on clothes and they're like, they link it to you, like go to Amazon here, go to Abercrombie for this or that. And they show their measurements, their sizes. And they're like, this is how it fits on me. Size up if you're that like, it's helpful when you're trying to find clothes to buy and online shopping is huge. Like how many of us have time to go to the mall all day anymore? Do so, malls even exist anymore? They're like, they're still they malls. seem to be fading away. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, the fact that you can make a business out of doing stuff like that is unreal. And it's pretty sweet. It is. That's awesome. Like, you sit, sit there and, you know, your parents would say, you're never going to make money being on the computer or playing video games. And you actually can now. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy. There's very successful people I out mean, there. I mean, there's college degrees in eSports now. Yeah. And they, they can crazy. make good money doing that stuff. Like, it's just took the world by a storm. And I don't see it going anywhere. I feel like if you're, you know, say, well, I don't really understand how to do this or understand how to do that, just dive in and you better figure it out because I don't think it's changing. And... Like, what blew my mind that she was talking about earlier was, like, how coaches or employers will not just look up you. They look up your connections, your friends, your family. Like, that's crazy to me that if I do something dumb, it could cost my kid. Like, I never would think that. Like, I get it. And I've known for years that parents at sporting events have cost kids scholarships or cost kids the ability to play because of how they act. But the fact that what they put out there on social media can cost them, well, like that was yeah. eye-opening to me. And a lot of people would never think of that. I would never have thought of that. And it could, I mean, seriously though, it could be something as simple as your political opinion that differs from those coaches and from that school. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything bad. It doesn't have to be any, you didn't have to be derogatory or racist or homophobic. You didn't have to say anything. It, it could be something as simple as your political opinion and they don't want you. <laughs> right. So like, weird. I was watching a reel the other day, and it was a college recruiter talking to a bunch of young athletes. And he said the first thing they do is go on social media of you and your family. And they said they have their list of kids that they're interested in. And if they find stuff on social media they're not happy with, you get a red line through your name, and it's over. You're done. It doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter what you've done. You can literally end your chances with your mom's post that she put out there about anything. So just be <laughs> cognizant of that because right. as powerful as it is, grandparents are part of it too. I I mean I they will be. They probably. I don't will know be. how much they are already because how much are even just our parents on social media? Okay, our Some, parents are on Facebook a little bit, but they, they got I lots think, to say. On I there. think as we progress through the generations, <laughs> it will be more of a more of an impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so I guess your presence on social, like, we try to very keep it very professional, and, you know, like, we did a couple of little off-color things with the... I wouldn't call it off-color. Well, the just... chaps, short, I mean, we ended up taking that down, but making it private, but that wasn't because I, I thought my kids' chances was because people were making rude comments, so... Right. Gone, but, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, be out there, have fun, share your experiences, but just know what you're doing, what you're sharing, and how someone else can take it. But at the same time, you know what? You can't live in a bubble. You can't always worry about what someone else is going to think or say or do. 
but I don't even know how to say it. Just know that it can have impacts, both positive and negative. Oh, to me, that this whole theory kind of reminds me of like when people are decorating their house or choosing paint colors, and they're like, "Well, this will be good for resale value versus choosing what they want." Like they're thinking ahead to how it's going to impact the future. So don't paint your house lime green all inside. Think about what the you know, so you don't have to repaint again. What if I like lime green? Well, then you can, <laughs> but then just know other people aren't going to like it and you got to stick to it. I don't know. To me, it's just one of those. I mean, I do think you have your personality. You always would do that when making choices for like remodeling bathrooms and stuff. You're like, we got to do this for a resale. I'm like, but I want to love it when I'm here. But No, that is my jam with working on houses. And <laughs> until the house is ready to go for sale. I don't finish a lot of stuff, but once the house is going to go for sale or a car is going to go for sale, I fix stuff that's been broken for years. And she's always like, why do you fix that up for other people? And I'm like, so we get the most money back on our return. Well, why didn't you fix it 10 years ago when we lived here? Because then it probably would have been broken again by now. Then you got to repaint. Yeah. Then you got to refix it. So why not just wait and then do it once? But I see her side where she's like, you know, make it what you love while you're there. Yeah, no, I, you did not agree with our bathroom remodel, and I did not care. I pushed back and said, this is what I'm doing. I don't care what you think. And I, I love it. I did a <laughs> great job. Beautiful. I really knocked it out of the park. Like, you couldn't <laughs> see my vision. You got to trust the vision. It's good, right? You like it? Yeah, I did an amazing job. It's not even finished. You can't even say. It's pretty much finished. <laughs> I have plans to finish it. How did we get on bathroom remodels? I don't know. We were talking about social media. I, I started talking about houses and painting. Oh, you know what I think is, I like. I love social media. I love everything about it. You know what I don't like? Ring cameras. That's not social media, though a lot of those ring camera videos end up on social media. I hate that so many people have them, like in the real estate world. <laughs> You are monitored the entire time you're at somebody else's house selling it, trying to show the house, and I forget, and it's an unnerving feeling, and you're like, try to remind your clients, like, don't say anything. Because yeah, it can affect if you... Because I have clients... they take an offer or whatever. Are, yes, my sellers who have the cameras will sit there and watch real time these people going through their house, and they're like... Did you see the wife? The wife said she loved it. She said she had goosebumps. There ain't no way. We, we can we can. We're not get them. taking less. They'll yeah. buy it. Like, oh my God. They, and then they know like what to offer for a negotiation. They're like, she loved that ladder in the garage. Like, we're, we can throw that in and we'll get it. You know, and I'm like, this That's is That's not even nuts. social media. Now you're just into technology. No, but I'm just talking like things like how the world is now. Like, I... Who's going to get rid of those cameras? People love having cameras. Oh, yeah. It'll just be more and they more They love them more. in their house, outside their house. <laughs> like, you are on camera everywhere you go. They could have came in handy the other day when I went outside at 1130 at night to fill the boiler. And there were people in our backyard. Now, mind you, we have one neighbor. We live out in the country. No one should be here. Let me tell my, <laughs> let me tell my version of it first. He says... I'm in bed because he's going to work at midnight. And he's like, good night, love you, whatever. And then probably 10 minutes later, he comes back in, which already startles me. Oh, she gets scared easy. Because, like, my door should not just be busting open. Like, I, I'm not expecting anybody to come in there. And then he goes, well, I filled the boiler and found two guys in our backyard. And I'm like, 
what? Like, that doesn't make me feel settled to now go to sleep that you're leaving. You're like, yeah, blah, blah, Some so, of our fans are getting crazy. crazy. They were just trying to visit the hardworking man no. studio. They're, <laughs> they're acting like they're coon hunter. Or, or, they were actually out coon hunting, and <laughs> they were following a GPS and ended up in our yard where they were, they were aiming for the neighbor's yard. So... It wasn't anything crazy, but when you see someone coming up through your yard in the middle of the night with some red lamps, like, I confronted them instantly, and they were nervous. They were scared of me because I don't think they expected to be confronted. And I was just like, hey, what are you doing? Why are you in my yard? And they're like, uh, uh, uh. I said, what are you doing in my yard? Why are you in my yard in the middle of the night? Because at the time, I didn't know. I didn't recognize that they were coon hunting. I just saw two guys out in my yard with red headlamps on. And I wanted to know why they were in my yard. And it took them a little while to calm down and be able to tell me because I scared them. They're like, well, you, you don't know what to expect when someone confronts you like that. I'm like, well, how often are you in other people's backyards in the middle of the night? Right, like... But out, yeah, out here in the country, you got to be careful with you stuff. Gotta like, be I careful. mean, anywhere probably you got to be careful with stuff like that. But here, We're if armed. someone's in your <laughs> yard, they're not supposed to be there. Like in the city, there's more people in a smaller area, so there's yes. going to be people there. Here, if you're out there, I need to know why you're there in the middle of the night. Oh my gosh, let me tell a story. The other day, what happened to me that scared the crap out of me. Well, that's Again. not hard to do. I scare Rachel daily, I, and I don't even try He to. just scared me this morning because I was in the bathroom, and the, the fan's on. Like, I just got out of the shower, so it's, I can't hear. And he opened up the... Like, we have our bathroom is separate from the bedroom, and then... Uh, he just starts talking, and I had no idea he came into the she room. She screams. She always screams. <laughs> I startle very easily. I feel like I read there's some psychological reason for that. But anyways, I was I was leaving the house. I went out to the car, started it, and I remembered I forgot something inside I needed for where I was going. So I start walking back to the garage, and all of a sudden I see a man standing there, like right in my driveway, like coming, walking up to the front porch and he's just in there shouldn't be anybody <laughs> there was no vehicles nothing all of a sudden there's a man and i let loose a blood curling <laughs> what are those like i think i scared him more than he scared me because then i mean as, you scare me sometimes <laughs> as i'm screaming at him my brain starts processing looking at him and i see amazon packages in his hand and then i'm like Where's your car? Like, why are you here? And because uh, our driveway sits back off the road and it's a dirt and it's a mud bog a mud pit, pit right now. So apparently Amazon drivers have been getting stuck all the time everywhere. So then they have to call a tow truck and they can't get out. So now they told them, you're not allowed to go into people's driveways if they're muddy. So the guy had to park out of the road, which is a decent walk, and he walked up to the house. So that's why I was completely unaware he was there. But it it took a bit for my like heart to calm down and my blood pressure. It scared me so much. Well, even the other night with those guys out in the backyard, and I told her, I was like, hey, they were, just, they were out there coon hunting. I'm just letting you know. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's what they told you they were doing. How do you oh, know yeah. that's what they were really doing? I'm like, well, if it wasn't really what they were doing... They put a lot of effort into it because they had two coon dogs. They had GPS <laughs> collars on their dogs. They were 
the guy that I didn't see if at first was literally looking at his phone GPS trying to figure out where they were. They had all the coon hunting gear. Like, that's what they were doing. And like, if they yeah. weren't, they put a lot of effort. I said, that's what I'd do, too, if I was trying backyard. to break into someone's house. I'd pretend I was coon. I'd get everything. <laughs> you ain't going to have a, two coon dogs. <laughs> well, I did not sleep very well that night because, I mean, it's hard to when you're like, somebody's just walking around out there. I mean, well, like, and our dogs knew they were out there because our dogs were acting squirrely. And the Rachel's dogs like, alerted the dogs me. Like, nuts. I knew there was something weird, but I didn't know... I mean, we have random animals around here, so I kind of thought that's what there was something out there. So again, I'm glad I didn't just let the dogs loose at that. Oh point yeah, then there'd have been a fight. You'd have had a wiener dog fight and a coon dog. Yeah, I'm like, well, they're lucky. Like I would have not been happy with those people. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I didn't say what I wanted to say because I'm on social media and I can't be held liable. <laughs> So there, we were talking about social media, then we got into remodeling bathrooms, and now we're talking about coon dog hunters, coon hunters in the backyard. Coon dog hunters. <laughs> not coon don't dog hunters. I don't think those exist. I hope not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what do you guys think? Like, what are some stories you've heard or been yeah. experienced Have you had in personal experiences with this, with the negative, or, you know, You know, positives. there is a lot of negatives, and unfortunately, you hear stories of people getting bullied and you know, it affecting their lives terribly, tragically. But you also hear stories where social media can turn people's lives around or that someone can get discovered on social media and it can change their life for the better. Like there's mm -hmm. pros and cons to everything. And you just gotta, I guess, learn how it works, learn how to adapt to it and recognize how serious social media is and can be. Because whether you think it's something that goes away or something you're sharing privately, it only takes that person you shared it privately with to decide not to have it be private anymore. And it can go out to everybody. And I don't know if what you can do about it. Even if you maybe can file a court case and, you know, a private video at or a picture point, or something that you sent to someone, you can't undo it. You know, it is right. what it is at that point. So, I mean, it's crazy what it's turned into and who knows where it's going. You know, technology, social media, well, everything. Well, gosh, with AI out there, you don't even know if it's like what you're seeing is real or generated. Right. Hard work and ban is real. What you see We're is real. what you get. We don't use filters. We don't. <laughs> you're going to recognize us in public. We yeah. are what you That's see. another crazy thing, man. Filters. Like, my goodness. You see people sometimes and they don't even look like the same person whatsoever. Yeah. And like, I know some people that use them and you look at them and they look like characters. I'm like, turn your filter off. Like you're beautiful the way you are. You don't need a filter. Like just be you, you know? Like, right. Well, like, now people use AI to generate like headshots. So like their business headshots. It, that's freaky. They're not even recognizable not when you see them in it's real life. It's not you. It's computer generated representation of you. And these people are genuinely putting this as their business card for realtors, I see it all the time. And I'm like, serious? Like, that's not even you. <laughs> They're going to be shocked when they meet you in person. So you know we're who we are because we were out shopping today and somebody was like, hey, I watch you guys on YouTube and it's somebody we'd never <laughs> met before. So if we were all heavily filtered and all that, they wouldn't recognize they wouldn't us. They wouldn't recognize us. I literally work with some people and know people and I see their Facebook or their social media profile and I'm like, that is not this person, not whatsoever, mm -mm. you know, like it's a, it's just amazing what can be done and what people do. And I have a theory, like 
with posts, and I'm usually pretty accurate, I think. Like... Oh no, you might get into offending someone here. The more someone posts about how great everything is or how happy they are, you know, like all of this, I feel like a lot of times it's the opposite. Like if you, I know some people that are like, oh my gosh, like I have the best spouse, like they're amazing, like we did this and we did that. And you know, in real life, they don't even talk to each other. They might live in different, like... I feel like the more sometimes that people put out, not always, not always the case, but a lot of times the more people put out there about how amazing their life is, a lot of times it's the opposite, you know? Mm -hmm. Tell me, like, have you seen that? Let us know in the comments. Is that something you've witnessed before where you know people where maybe they have a business and it's failing and it's fluttering and it's doing terrible But on social media, it looks like they're a rock star and like they're living it up and just killing it. And people will be like, oh my gosh, like you're doing so well. Like it's amazing when really they haven't paid bills for months. And, you know, like I've seen this stuff and you can put a front out there for whatever you want. But in the end, is reality. You know, I don't get why people fake. I mean, I guess I get why people fake it, but just for validate, external validation, desperately needed. I mean, you if you look at my profile picture on YouTube, you know I don't care what people think. I don't know why people like <laughs> fake the relationship thing because they do though. What is I think the purpose. And sometimes I think people believe it, you know, they just put it out there and they want to believe it. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I, that's been my theory for a long time <laughs> yeah. and cuz and maybe it's because posts. of our life. Like we rarely ever put anything out there, whether it be an anniversary uh, Valentine's Day, anything. We rarely ever put, Birthday. you know, stuff out there about. I just post stuff. You know, about Rachel my doesn't kids. say how amazing I am. She doesn't go on no. and on and on about all the great things that I do. I probably because I'm actually doing that. them. <laughs> but the people that put that out there, a lot of times, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. So just know that if you don't see that stuff from us, it's because I'm killing it. <laughs> Is that why you don't post anything about me? Either? Yeah, you're killing it. Just We're both crushing it. it. We, just, we don't have to tell people because no. we're living it. You want to tell? You don't have to tell me. I know. I know I'm good. <laughs> I do. I do put my kids out there though. My my we bur- son Nathan. He just made it to regionals and wrestling, which yes. is not easy. No. And he went into districts. I mean, there's 16 teams in a district, and you have to finish top four to make it to regionals. And he had been sick for two weeks leading up to it, just starting to feel a little bit better. And he beat some really, really, really good kids to make it through. So like that, I'll put that out there all day long. Yeah. But it can't be fake because you see him winning. You see him advancing. Right. So we, we uh, I'll put videos. You can watch him actually wrestle because, you know, get a feel for it. There's no making it up. There's no like, you know, fake boasting about how great he is for this or that. We, we, you can watch it. It's I guess you could say that. But also, I've seen times where... There's three kids in a bracket at a certain tournament, and they're like, oh, we're so proud of Johnny, finished third. <laughs> like, there's only three kids. <laughs> right. Took third today. Awesome. You know, but yeah, like in high school wrestling and sports like that, it's and districts, public. regionals, like, yeah. that stuff's out there. You can go on track wrestling. You can look up anybody. Like, it's awesome. We're so <laughs> proud of the kid wrestling. Right. If You know if you've listened to our shows, if you watch Hard Working Man, I love that sport because what you put into it is what you get out of it. And if you don't like losing, you got to work harder. If somebody beats you, work harder than them. And in the end, a lot of times that kid who works harder, this is one of the few areas in life 
where more often than not, the kid or person who puts in the most work comes out on top in the end. So that's one reason I love it. And you learn about yourself and what you can do and what you're capable of. Right, because you can do all of that and still come up short. You can, but a lot of times the less talented kid who works harder comes out on top. Talent beats, wait, hard work beats talent. Hard work beats talent. Talent doesn't work hard. Yes, absolutely. That's a shirt and it's the (laughs) truth, man. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And I've seen it. I've seen it so many times. Yes, we have seen it. There's just a lot of talent, but they don't want to work hard because they're just good enough and don't want to be great. I feel like you can apply that sort of to social media too, like as Mm -hmm. far as YouTube goes. Like if you put in the work and not just doing the videos, but learning where you were insufficient and getting better at it, learning where you came up short and getting better... Versus someone who maybe is just a natural and doesn't put in the effort, you can probably catch them or go past them, you know? Yeah. I mean... Maybe that's why I like it. Maybe that's why I like doing YouTube. I have a lot of fun with it. Learn a ton and love sharing with others, but at the same time, I... You can see the results of the effort that you put in. Mm -hmm. And it's fun to always try to innovate and come up with new things and do things other people aren't doing or make what someone's done and make it better or make it your own twist or, you know, there's so much you can do. It doesn't matter if somebody else is doing it because you make it your own. And then now it's that it's just different content to consume and is entertaining. And that's really all we want to be at the end of the day is entertained right? and educational and fun and funny. Yeah. All we want to be is everything great. Everything great. That's what we strive for. But let us know down in the comments, like, what do you think about social media? Did you realize the impact it can have? Did you know that what you put out there can affect your kids or maybe your grandkids, whether it be colleges, sporting sports teams, jobs, like it can have yes. a huge impact. Jobs. And I didn't think about this until you start seeing it and seeing it ruin people's lives or careers or collegiate chances. Like it's a, it's real, it's legit and you got to keep that in mind. Yeah. It's a very powerful tool and what do you think about my theory? You know, share share some of your guys' <laughs> stories down in the comments. Right. Like, and if you post about your spouse very gushy, lovey-dovey, and you're genuine, well, we're not talking about you. <laughs> but if you're one of those people, let us know. Be like, man, I do that all the time. What's your, <laughs> I can't stand right. my wife. What I can't stand her. But man, on Facebook... I make her look like a jewel when yeah. really she's a demon. Are you hoping someone else will take her? Like, I don't know. <laughs> You're trying to get her on Marketplace. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know the end game on that, so maybe educate us. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're just hoping that it'll work, or maybe, she, I don't know. I don't she, get it, but I've seen it. You're trying to do the, the grass is greener it more on often. the other side. I've seen so it more often way. than not. All right. Well, so on that note, I think this wraps up this podcast, and we appreciate each and every one of you that tune in. I believe we are going to start a new podcast-only YouTube channel. So please, please, please go over there and subscribe if you want to watch our podcast. That's where they're going to be. Uh, Within this next week, I think we're going to set it up. So yeah, because my youngest son, when we started our podcast and said we're going to put it on our channel, he said, you know what? A lot of big channels that do podcasts put it on a separate channel because fewer people watch them and it can hurt your analytics. It can hurt the algorithm. And our podcasts get fewer views than our regular videos. So 
our youngest son was probably right. So what we're going to do moving forward, I think, is start another channel. We'll let you know what it is. And we'll double post for a little while. So yeah. that's on Hardworking Man and it'll be on whatever the podcast channel Hardworking is. Hardworking Man, the podcast but is eventually, what it's going to be called. Eventually, our podcast will be on a separate channel on YouTube. It'll still be on all of our podcast platforms that we put them on. Yes. What are they on? Amazon Music, Apple. Spotify. Spotify. Like however you listen to them, they'll be there. But on YouTube, it'll be a separate channel. And that's just because... It makes business sense, and we should have listened to our son from the beginning, but I wanted to see if he was right, and it turns out it looks like he was. <laughs> you got to go with the algorithm. I'm not afraid to admit when I was wrong and when my kids are right, and sometimes they're right, right. and dad's wrong. So <laughs> we're going to do that moving forward, but we do appreciate everyone who listens, everyone yes. who comments. The engagement on our podcast is great, yeah. even though the views aren't as high. So we know you guys are liking it. We hope you continue to enjoy them, learn from us. We learn from you and just have fun with us. So learn who we are and about us. Yeah. So thank you all and we hope you have a good week. Bye. <laughs>